go through a few announcements. This is a podcast where a group of us play Dungeons and Dragons in a homebrew world of mine called Ethereus. Uh, however, this podcast, Blood and Magic, is unofficial fan content permitted under the fan content policy. Uh, this podcast is not approved or endorsed by the Wizards of the Coast. Portions of the materials used are property of Wizards of the Coast. Other materials that I am using in this campaign are from Loot Tavern. They have a large selection of really awesome magical items, many of them having varying rarities. Also, Loot Tavern is Helena's Guide to Monster Hunting, which is not yet officially released. But I do love everything they have pre-released so far, which includes items, actual hunts for monsters, harvesting rules, cooking rules, races, subclasses, and a lot more. Um, I am also using Griffin's Saddlebag, uh, which also has a large compendium of magic items, as well as a few subclasses of their own. Uh, there is also the Humblewood content, which I'm using races and spells and much more from Hitpoint Press. Uh, I'm using some content from Grim Hollow through Ghostfire Gaming, which is a dark fantasy setting with awesome creatures, spells, subclasses, and a lot more, as well as the materials from their Twisted Taverns book. Um, another darker, spooky setting content that I'm using in this campaign is from Nightfell, which also includes a lot of subclasses and spells and uh, some more spooky features. Um, I'm also using some subclasses from the dark fantasy campaign setting of Crown of the Oathbreaker. Uh, I'm also using a lot of different remarkable series from Loresmith, which includes inns, shops, and cults to you know, fill my world with. And I'll be pulling traps uh, in various dungeons that y'all won't know about yet. Uh, from the Treacherous Traps books by Nord Games, and a lot of monster materials from 2C Gaming's books like their Tyrants and Hellions. Uh, and as for the music, I'm using the music from Monument Studios. I've been using their music in my campaigns for the last year to a year and a half now, and I really like a lot of uh, their work. Uh, if you're interested in any, any of these, I'll definitely be adding a link to their sites so that you can also find their content. I did not realize how much content I was pulling from places until I was putting this together. There is a lot. It sounds like it. Alrighty, welcome back everyone to the Loaded Magic podcast where a bunch of us get together and play Dungeons and Dragons. We're so awake today guys, we apologize. Enthusiastic today. Um, oh, we started. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, last we left off, the group had returned to the Port of Yalford after um, fighting some undead and uncovering a few secrets. Um, shortly after returning to the Port of Yalford, uh, many of them, save for Terran, had a vision um, of fire raining down from the sky. Uh, Everyone went and did the little tidbits that they needed in the city. Uh, and then the next day, a very rainy day for Grimswall, <laughs> um, the group went to set off on their second adventure. But uh, on their way to leave Yarford, they were stopped by some bandits that seemed to be looking for Duritz. Uh, and after a scuffle that led all three of them completely dead, um, Terran's quick wit and charm uh, helped
And if we're still there, we can do some interviews. Uh, I will I will leave a guard posted at the Adventurer's Guild who will await for your return. That would be perfect. I'm going to reach down and try to like, pull the arm out of Sparky's mouth. Just like, not trying to like... I don't resist, but I'm not going to do it on my own accord. I'm just going to pull it, and then if he, if he does like open, I'm just going to like hand it to the head of the law. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Does Sparky tug-of-war it? No, I, I, I'm not going to put it down myself, but if someone tries to get it, I'm not going to bite yeah. it down. Okay. So yeah. I'm going to take the arm and just, here's your evidence, just hand it to him. <laughs> the arm, like, like a, I, I'm not sure what to do with this. Um, Technically, you're tampering with evidence right now, too. Just go. When you're back, can I have a bath? <laughs> All right, let's no. go. <laughs> well, let's hell. We're yes. just going to disappear down an alley. This is the first time. Are you trying to do like stealthily or like you? No, no just you just both skedaddling is okay. fast as I'm he's, just, he's just gonna follow you. This, this is the first time you see Sparky look visibly sad. Tail legs <laughs> down. So as Taryn and Duritz scuttle off, and we were going back to the adventure field. Yes. Um, well, where's the closest place I could buy a very strong bottle of spirits? Um, you could probably buy any at a, a tavern or an inn. Um, the closest one would probably be the one that you guys have been visiting. Can I just go back to the Adventurer's Guild and read my Yep. Well, I would like to head there before oh, I head back to the Adventurer's Guild. Did we decide okay. that we're going to do statements or whatever in like an hour? We'll discuss it once we all get back together after Gertz is back. And then what is Merlin and Arborea doing? Well, you want to head back to the Adventure Skills Parker? Or you want to build another shrine? And I could help you with that. Okay, we're going to continue on with the building of the Shrine of My God. Uh, just adding more details to it, like little scrap pieces of wood that are like decorative with uh, some bells and arches and... I'm just gonna help her out. Okay. Um, are you going and buying the bells and uh, any of the stuff that you yeah, uh, plan to decorate? Mainly wood and then stuff to cut the wood. Well, I think I would have already had stuff to cut the wood. I so. mean, yeah, yeah, you guys have stuff to cut the woods, but like, so are you buying wood? Are you wanting to buy bells and... Yeah. Okay, um, I'd say... Oh, so decorative drapery? Yeah. Um, I'd say three gold, three gold would be able to to get you all of that. Um, when you do arrive at the shrine, uh, you do see a large amount of barnacles growing on uh, the side facing uh, the ocean um, of the shrine that you had built. I'm gonna clean it off like it's nothing. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, so for Grimswall. Um, you have the choice of the Stag Tavern or the Ivory Tower Inn. Uh, both of them are in the are roughly okay, in the same area. Let's go to the Ivory Tower Inn. They sound okay. like they probably have more expensive. Oh well, that's that's the one where you were learning to cook. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that sounds more expensive than the other. Um, for are you wanting wine or? Is there any? What's the equivalent of absinthe that I could get around here? Um, 
Or just like a strong run. I guess you could get something similar to that. It'll, it'll run you a, a gold for the, the bottle. Okay, gotcha. Uh, and then, Duritz, I am assuming you were running to Pearl? Running to Pearl. Okay, yes. Um, and you do hear slash notice the very large build of Terran <laughs> coming behind you. It's <laughs> going to look back. Just see that. <laughs> Squint and duck around the corner. <laughs> Are you trying to lose trying him? To lose him. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> have fun with your bones. Uh, Taryn, make a perception check for me, and uh, go ahead and uh, try to make a stealth check for me. Stealth check for Duritz. <laughs> Twenty-six, natural twenty. Oh. Seven. <laughs> uh, you feel like you're being very stealthy. Um, however, <laughs> your clothes are catching on things, and it's definitely at least, at the very least, leaving a trail. Uh, that and the fact that Terran is very large, so his his gait, <laughs> so he eats up the ground much quicker than you do. Um, and you would catch up to Duritz uh, in front of the shop known as the Insightful Pearl. Do whatever you have to do. Um, so consecutively, I'm going to use the flail of the Elder Deacon. Okay. And use one of the charges on Fond Cloud. <laughs> okay. And one of the charges on Misty Step. Okay, okay. Um. Terry just like is leaning up against the wall, like waiting for him to do what he's going to do. Okay. <laughs> I assume you Misty Step into the building. Uh. Or were you wanting to do this while he was still trying to follow you? While he's trying to follow me. Follow you? Okay. Um. Just Smoke bomb. Let me let me read Fox Hound real quick. Twenty foot radius sphere of fog center on a point within range. The sphere spreads around corners and its area is heavily obscured. It lasts for the duration or until a wind moderate or greater speed at least ten miles an hour disperses it. And then uh, misty step. Yeah. Uh, Briefly surrounded by silvery mist, you teleport up to thirty feet to an thirty feet to an unoccupied space that you can see. Okay. Uh, so when he does this, because of the misty step in the fog, I'm going to give this a DC. Uh, I'll have you do one more perception check, but it will be with disadvantage because of the fog. Oh, number one was really good. Okay, right. so you do lose him, but I will say you know that you are in the academy district. You would remember from earlier this morning when you were heading to the uh, university where you guys thought that, or the academy that you thought that uh, Sparks and Arnold was still at. Turn just looks um, around and goes, why did he, what? 
And it's really weird. You watch him pull out the the flail, the very strange thing that you guys um, had seen the uh, guy in the dark robes uh, within the crypts have, and then this just billowing smoke just comes out of it, filling the place. What the hell did I do? <laughs> he just looks around. He's just gonna just walk in a direction. Okay. That way. Roll me a D one hundred. Okay. You die. Um for so we'll we'll jump to Duritz while uh Taryn is meandering about. Forever lost in the city. <laughs> uh Duritz is gonna to go to Pearls and huh, I have some most intriguing news. Uh, she she kind of goes up a little bit like she was startled. She was really into it, but oh oh my goodness! Sorry, I did not I did not hear the little bell go off whenever you walked in. So apparently the thing, the item I gave to you, um, it is a shard of the drowned bell. A shard of the drowned bell, and she starts scribbling that. Uh, with her quill on a piece of paper. And I might know where another piece of it is. Oh. And she's like looking through her notes. As she's definitely listening to you, uh, but just kind of like looking through what she had and everything. Um. As of now, that's all I know. Alright, well, uh, this... This should hopefully cut down on, on quite a bit. Uh, it cuts out the whole speculation portion. Um, so I will get to you as soon as I find any information. Wunderbar. Okay. Uh, is there, where do you go next? Uh, back to the Avengers. Avengers Guild? Okay. And then what did you roll on D1? 69. 69. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Love it. Uh, I will say you find yourself before a lavish two-story building that bears the name Forte's Enchantments in gold above the door. Is this where you want? I just open the door. Okay. Uh, inside you find a small and simple room with a wood counter at the far end. Behind the counter is a large purple curtain over the doorway. Hello? Duritz? You hear some rustling uh, in the back. Duritz, is that you? Uh, and out of the door, you see a um, black fur with a few white spots, uh, a tabaxi. Um, but hello! Did a little small <laughs> spiky thing come into your... Look around the room. No. Interesting. What is this establishment that you have? Ah, uh, I am Alabascus Forte. I do enchantments. For a price, not for free. <clears throat> do you sell stuff that's already enchanted? I do not. I have strictly enchant them. <laughs> you just... <laughs> you see his... He has this long, like, really big, fluffy tail that just, like, uh, you know, pushes the, the curtains aside as he go, goes back behind. 
I guess I'm heading back to the Avengers Guild because he has no idea where he's going. Alright. Uh, so, about 25, 30 minutes, um, everyone but Grimswall, Arborea, and Merlin uh, show up at the Adventures Guild. We really have to stop slowing up. I'm just saying by reading my book. What happened? There you are. I wonder if you would disappear too. Disappear? You're the one that disappeared. Of course I didn't. I've been here. You emitted a fog and then disappeared. What do you mean? It was a very interesting meteorological event. <laughs> Can I walk up to Sparky? Can I look at his book? Can I read his book? Um. Yeah, which which book is this one? I mean, I assume like does the cover say his name also? Yeah. Okay. Well, this is um. Dragon Fable. So you know when like people are reading and there's always that person that wants to go ask them what they're reading about? Uh-huh. Aaron's gonna do that. Okay. So he's gonna like go to the book and be like, hey, what you reading? Hey. Dragons. That looks like a book to me. Yeah, about dragons. My people. Your people? My people. Looks down at you. Yeah, I'm a dragon. Heal me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to just slowly back up and be like, I'm sorry I asked, and go and just sit. Alright, we will cut to Griswold. Uh, so am I at the uh, the, the table? Yep. Oh, you, you have the bottle. Okay. Um, you're probably like, at this point, one, maybe two drinks in, depending on, like, Okay, I would how. say that I, I probably haven't started drinking yet. Okay. I'm just kind of staring at the bottom, knowing that if I start, I'm not going to stop. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of like, how valuable is my ability to function today? And I'm going to throw that out the window, and I'm going to start drinking heavily. Heavily? Heavily. Alrighty. Um, do you drink till the whole bottle is gone, or...? I start drinking. Okay, okay, I'm gonna try and start at least until I start feeling woozy. Okay. Uh, then I will have you make a Constitution saving throw. Okay. Uh, obviously, this isn't immediate immediate effects, but um, as you are drinking. That is a sixteen. Sixteen. Um, I mean, you you definitely feel it starting to kick in. Um, but you're not drunk. Okay. Yeah. <coughs> Um, but you definitely are starting to feel the effects of it. And I'm going to have another drink. Okay. Oh, that is a four. Uh, <laughs> I would say you probably get to but somewhere between half and two-thirds of the bottle. And this this is some strong stuff. Yeah. And you, you are drunk. You are and just to get drunk, I'm going to take one more drink and start wandering back. All right. So this will be with disadvantage then. Okay. <laughs> well, that's a natural one. Okay. Um, gosh, now I gotta figure out what the the effects. The welcome guys getting yeah. drunk screen, yeah. drunk in the wall. Uh, and time. then you start trying to get back. Yeah. What time of the day is it right now? Um, it's probably about two two thirty for for you guys. 
Um, we you know did the drinking and then skipped ahead a little bit with yeah. all the saves. Uh, and then for Arborea and Merlin, do you guys just spend the time making the shrine? Um, I want to do that, but also I kind of want to put a plank to where the barnacles were. And after we're done, I want to go over and whisper to, uh, what's his name? Sidon's Satan? Okay, yeah, Satan. Satan. I want to whisper to Satan's shrine and be like, next time you use words on that plank, the same area you had before, words. <laughs> uh, I would like to talk to her and ask her about her doll. Okay. So, who is your doll? Who is your doll? I mean, well, I don't know much about you, so what makes you want to know so much about me? Well, you see, I don't really follow any of, you know, these gods. I, you know, have all the fancy shrines and stuff. So, do you mean... The new gods or the old gods? Well, all of them, kind of. I, I follow uh, the true goddess. Her, na- her name is Mother. She's she's the one that kind of, cre- you know, created our world. Do I know anything about Mother? You have never heard of anyone referred, <laughs> any god referred to as the true mother or anything like that. Yeah, <laughs> I see. Uh, well, just because you, you have your goddess mother, uh-huh. uh, I don't think you would ever hear my god. You so. see, I just, I really am so interested in learning about these other gods and just like knowing who they are. I see. Um, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just real curious. Well, I'll just give you his name. It's Arendan. Arendan? Yeah. How in the world do you spell something like that? E-R-A-D-E-N. Interesting. Yeah, he's my dog. He's the only guy I really respect, honestly, because... Is that so? (laughs) There's some gods, let me tell you. Uh, some who make up the craziest stories, uh, you know, wouldn't probably say the nicest things about me, but mm-hmm. they haven't lived my life. So, uh, I see, I see. What, tell me more about your god. I'm quite interested. Well, uh, you see, I haven't really been able to uh, communicate with her. She's a... Uh, well, it's a long story, but uh, you know my uh, my little friends I got here, uh, you know, they they really helped with you know my connection to her. Oh, the the flies? Oh, all of them, the ants and the wasps and oh. my little spiders. So really, some earthly beings. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I see. Yeah, mine's. Not really a earth too much. Mm. You know. Yeah. But uh, really interesting with yours. I'm going to continue on with this, like, teeter tottering of conversation as we make our way back to the Adventures Guild. Uh, was there any more specifics of the conversation, or is that kind of the 
But the gist. gist. Not okay. sharing like too much. Okay. Uh, for Grimsall, trying to walk back. <laughs> um, oh, fine. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> give me, give me an investigation check with disadvantage, and I'll say you are poisoned. Okay, uh, for the Okay. Okay. Four. Four? Okay. Um, so, Arborian Merlin get back to the Adventurer's Guild. Um, it's getting, you know, 3.30ish at this point. Um, no sign of Grimswall as of yet. 3.30ish? Did we really make it back before Grimswall? Yeah, so we were going to <laughs> If I like hit him, you want junior, to, yeah. Does anyone stop me leaving? Actually, that is a good note. I would like to say, Junior is pro- probably just screw- screwing out over Junior right now and just pointing in a direction. Kind of yep, yeah. yep, that's that's why it's gonna. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah I'm gonna go to the academy at this point. Okay. Uh, as you all watch Sparky uh, get up and leave. I'm going to use one of my uh, spells from uh, and cast locate object and just like think or like try to locate uh, the bow that I know Grimswall carries. Okay. Uh, within a thousand feet. Within a thousand feet. I'm just gonna like walk outside <laughs> and start searching for. Yeah, until something pings. Um, make an investigation check with advantage. Uh, 19. 19. Um, it takes you a, it takes you about 10 to 15 minutes walking before you start getting a ping. Uh, and then you can beeline your way there. Uh, and for a total of like 20 minutes, you find Junior just walking down the street and Grimswall kind of like barely slung over. Like his feet are like dragging along on the ground. That bottle has not left my hand. <laughs> Barely holding on haphazardly with one arm over there's Junior. Grimswall, there's people staring at you. I don't, I don't care. Go away, Taryn. What? We're supposed to be going somewhere. Well, then let's, fine, let's, then let's go. I can, I'm, I'm gonna try and stand up. How did that go? Um, this Does he physically look drunk? Yes. I mean, you've never seen him ride Junior this way, so <laughs> you already can tell something. I've probably barely ever seen me drink. I'm gonna take two of my Smith tools out and just go right next to him and start banging them together right in front of him. Okay. Oh way. my God! Fucking what the hell is that for? Drinking when we're supposed to be going on a mission. I killed a man today, Taryn. So did I. And you a just woman. I don't see how you're okay with this. They I am not okay. Us. And so we murder them in cold blood. I mean, they they literally stabbed and made our f- friend and they fall pr- unconscious. And you're not going to protect them. I was. I did protect them. What do you think a man is? So you didn't kill him out of cold blood. Look, I, I gave him a warning, and I didn't mean to kill him. All right. I just. It's fine. I'm gonna hop Feels on that bear and I'm burying my face in that fur. I'm not talking to you anymore. I'm done. Not right now. I'm gonna start throwing rocks at him as we're running. Or as we're going back to the Adventurer's Guild. Okay. Uh, every now and again you fill up. <laughs> uh, 
Obviously, the, the bigger rocks hit you in the head. Yeah. Yeah. I found him as we walked through the original field. I don't want to be found. Hi, Grimswall. Alrighty. Hi. What do you guys want? You feeling okay? I'm fine. Let's go. And I'm gonna get off oh. and I'm gonna try and walk out that door again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, you can do it. it. You think that it takes you the normal amount of time. Everyone else just watches you, like, lean against the, the, the door frame for a little bit before, you know, kind of staggering a little bit. You guys are slow. What are you guys looking at before? Let's go. He, I think, is having some issues with killing somebody earlier today. The one you accidentally ah. killed? <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. The one I stabbed to death, and of course the one I accidentally killed. I, I, I killed the man. What's the problem? <laughs> Merlin, I don't think I'm opening up my notebook and I'm starting to write if they're in the draw again. <laughs> Well, I guess I'm, just so. sitting, I'm sitting out at the door frame, I'm reaching into my sack, and I'm pulling out my thing, and I'm just drawing. I'm ignoring Merlin right now. Alrighty. Uh, let's cut over to Sparky. Um, you you do reach the uh, academy. Okay, so I look for Chana. Okay. Um, after asking uh, up near the front uh, a few minutes later, um, they do arrive. So my plans got changed, and I can explode for you today. Oh, no, no, no. There's no need to explode. Show my powers. Oh, oh okay, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, just um, give us a few minutes uh, to set some stuff up. Uh, and, yeah, we'll, we'll be ready for you. Um... After a few minutes, you go into a room that's kind of uh, prepared for different things. Um, is there anything specific that you were wanting to show them? Uh, so, I'd like to show them my ability to use, like, the same spell, but differently. Like, you throw, like, an ice knife and then throw, like, a fire knife. Okay, okay, yeah. Uh, so you would use a sorcery point uh, for that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, so I like, like, this is pretty normal, and I shoot an ice knife. Mm-hmm. And then I shoot a fire knife, and I'm like, this is different, and I'm the only one of my people who can do this. Okay. Um, do you also give them a lot of information about your people, too? Yes, yes, okay. I'm not awesome. going to say that here, but yes. Yeah. Yes, I no, tell them a lot about my origin. Okay. And then, um... Uh, so like, and I just learned how to do this earlier today, and then I re- I like do the uh, dragon's breath. Dragon's breath is lightning. Okay. Right. Um. So go ahead and mark that stuff off. Uh. Was there anything else you wanted to do at the academy? Um. I just want to uh, let me look at my spells real quick. Uh. The if I. Um, you know, like my colors obviously change with like the mm-hmm. ice is blue, the lightning. Yeah, no, they're blue. they're definitely like you know you you see multiple people like standing taking notes and watching you, and then like after you do a spell, they all like come really close to you and are just like checking things on your body, 
you know, like after you you breathe the lightning breath, you know, you have people who are like holding your your mouth open and kind of like looking inside and stuff like that, and um, and then I tell them like this is something I've been able to do since I was just born. Use the lightning word thing. Okay. To pull like their pen out of their hand or something. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they do have some targets set up. Do you, do you explain to them before you cast the spell, or do you just cast it? I, I think I probably cast and then talk afterwards. Okay, okay. Um, and then also, would there... Uh, so after you do the lightning breath, uh, you do get asked if you're able to do it again, because they want to try and capture some of the, the lightning, uh, so that they can research some of that. And, yeah, and, and I say yes, and do you want it to be lightning, or would you like it to be a different thing? Um... They would prefer it to be lightning. Lightning would be the, the easiest to contain, um, essentially. Alright, so I, I do it again. Oh. And then, um, I, I do allow them to take a scale off now. Okay. Uh, it does hurt. Yes. Uh, I'd say enough for like one point of damage. Um, definitely not an experience you, you really enjoyed. Um, I assume I've lost some in the past. Yeah, but not like pulled off. It, it's different. It was more natural. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Okay. Um, I would say the that whole thing would probably be about two, three hours. Um, and afterwards, um, so when in, in very uh, decorated robes uh, walks up to you uh, and hands you a pouch. Uh, it jingles a little bit, um, and they say, thank you for your service. This this will be very monumental. Uh, thank you for sharing your information. Like, the, Hopefully this can open all sorts of new discoveries for us. Um, and then, well, I also return the bird dog book mm -hmm. and the uh, dragon song book. I don't know oh. if I did that before. I don't remember. I think you had returned the dragon song. Okay, well, I returned the other one too. I keep the okay. dragon too. Okay. So I gave a pouch or something, sorry. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you look at it, it's a pouch of about 100 gold. Okay. Um, for, you know, the blood samples and scales. Um, you, yeah. Basically being a test subject. <laughs> okay. And I'll just head back to Avengers. Yo. I probably actually. I go back to the adventures here. Okay. Um, so, what do, what does this crew in do hours. in the, the essentially three hours since Sparky left? We really have to stop so playing a bit on his own. I, I think that we're probably not leaving the town tonight. What are you talking about? We can go now. Because of various reasons. Do you need to talk to someone? So, I yes. think we should spend the night. We should talk to the investigators. Tell them everything you think they need to know. <laughs> and do you. you <laughs> Is there anything you don't want me to tell them? <laughs> what do they need to know? I'm asking you. 
who seems to be dealing with you. She thought I had something. I did not. Okay. That's all we need to talk about then. And that is not all we need to talk about. I do Hold on. Her, right? Go to bed, you drunk. Uh, no. Yeah, you, you can't just you know, grow claws and a you know tail and chop off people's heads and say everything's right. normal. You got that mental you don't get image to do and that. a mental image what of a pouch talking about you with an insignia. You don't it's recognize not, the insignia. He grew a tail. Right? I did see a stone. He grew a tail. Because I broke down. My brother, Terry. Whenever he gets into that stupid raging, he just gets claws or a tail and he just. You're telling me I grow a tail. Yes. Am I crazy? No. <laughs> <laughs> for one, for once, do you eat your insects? The uncut is right. No. Okay, I was just curious. I would Wait. notice if I would grow a tail. You don't notice anything when you get like that. What are you talking about? I have... A tail and claws! Do I have one right now? No, because you're not all a fit! I think you need to go to bed. I think you need to think about your actions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at this point, you hear a knock, 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 uh, and the door opens, and you see the guard who had been waiting outside, um, and they say, It's getting pretty late in the evening. I would take it that you aren't leaving town? Not tonight. I guess not. Like We're probably going to leave in the morning, though. All right. Uh, I believe the the dog is still missing, right? Uh, he went. He's off somewhere. somewhere. He's probably yeah, doing he'll... something magical. All right. Well, I'll we'll wait a little bit. But if you guys aren't leaving, I know that Adaris did want to talk to you all uh, as soon as possible. So. Some of us might be a little more cogent than others. We have ways of waking them up, it's fine. Yes. Um, I would say about another 30-45 minutes. Is there anything else that you guys want to do or talk about? You think he's writing another symbol in blood somewhere? I hope not. Are we just not going to talk about that? I don't trust your dog. How? I, mean, I, feel like, <laughs> I, feel, I feel like there's still like a few hours before I get Well, I know, I'm too, just, right? I, 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 I'm, I'm trying to get a general idea of the conversation. No, I just, uh, just want to make sure, yeah. sorry. I yes. mean, I want to insight him to see if he actually doesn't notice. Okay. Yeah, go ahead and, and roll an insight check it. for me. And then roll me a <laughs> charisma check. Um... You would know which one, whether it be persuasion oh, or deception. Hell yeah. Sixteen. Sixteen. <laughs> you said this. Uh, you what? Uh, well, you would know personally whether it be persuasion or deception. Oh, it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, natural nineteen. Natural nineteen. Uh, I mean, he seems to be telling the truth. It. Uh, yeah, Karen generally, from what you can tell, is being honest and thinks you guys are crazy about the tail. <laughs> he generally has no idea about it. Okay. You'll find out when you see the tail lock on the corpse. Let's go to bed. Uh, uh-huh. Can I pick up Grimswall? Yeah. 
gonna resist. I'm not gonna <laughs> do that. Make, make an athletic check. You can make either an athletic or acrobatics, but it will be at disadvantage. You get to choose which one. So there's that. Decently acrobatic. That is a 14. 18. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These were advantage for a but, you know, Taryn just. I'm just gonna him, I'm go. like picking him up by, like, his shirt, like, kind of like the throwing motion, and just, like, going over to a cot and just throwing him into bed. Alrighty. Uh, why do you kind of do that? Just go to bed. Talking about weird stuff and tales, go to bed. But just putting on the table. What if you did grow a tail? What would you do with it? <laughs> I don't, I've never thought about growing a tail. You like push around with everybody with a tail? <laughs> would you like want it to wrap around your legs to make it all concealed? Or would you bag it like a doll that's sparky? I genuinely don't know what I would do. I'd be more frightened than anything. Yeah, if I Shut up. <laughs> but you run away from your tail realizing it's attached to you later. <laughs> I don't know. Until I figure out if somehow I had a tail. Yeah, Are you scared of bugs? He <laughs> <laughs> <It> just... <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh. Uh-huh. Have you ever used your quills to stab someone? Absolutely. Oh, oh! I'm so but smart. But mostly when they are you all here? Can I raise my hand? What hand? One of them? Okay, like four left. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Are your quills payable? Like, can you pet, like, stroke down your quills? I think it's like a knife. Like, if you touch it the right way, it won't cut you. But if you went the opposite direction, it will. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering for reasons. Grimsold? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you didn't have Junior, what other creature would you have? Oh, an elephant. I love Junior. <laughs> you hear one. Junior make a noise <laughs> hearing this? <laughs> I have my notebook, I'm gonna pull like scraps of paper, I'm gonna start trying to make a cup of paper machine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what animal's weird? Starfish. Um, roll me a d20 and add your dex mod, but do so with advantage. Uh, disadvantage. <laughs> You're all like half This is sparky. 15. Plus your dex? Yep, 15. That's scary. That's the drawing of the city. When you're done with it, you can tell it's an elephant. It's not too shabby. Are we going to talk to him about it? We should talk about it. I feel like this is the drunken time of asking 50 questions, so let's do it. As soon as he gets back, we're going to question him about that weird blood riding ritual, whatever it was. Oh yeah, and just for flavor, I'm writing everything down in like okay. a notebook underneath the table. <laughs> <laughs> Can we see you right? Uh, your arm moving? Questions. No, I would just match my little hand. Um, he'll 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 like, come back up as soon as Sparky walks into the building. Okay. Because he he is literally standing there waiting. Um, okay. 
which it'll be about six when Sparky returns. So we'll say Sparky returns roughly this time. Really? Yeah, we'll, we'll say at, at this point, yeah. So if you were to lose a leg, would it grow back? <laughs> no. Junior. No, it would not. That's sad. Um, Why? You, you hear the Do door, you one of my legs? You hear a knock on the door, and it opens uh, with Sparky coming in, with the guard coming in behind. Is it like a bandage where they pull up the scale? Yeah, probably. Probably. Uh, and the, the guard will say, well, looks like this is all of you. I would greatly appreciate it if you all followed me to go talk to Adaris. No, it's far you. Who stabbed you? Where did you go? You got stabbed. Do you have a family? Yes. Why do you draw on the blood or the walls with blood? Why do you cut off people's arms? Delicious. <laughs> you just see like the grunt. Like you can't hear your answers because you're talking to each person yes. individually. But like just the questions you're asking, his eyes are just getting bigger and bigger. Uh, <laughs> like it was the closest uh, ink that, that I tell everybody what he said. He says it was the closest ink. I'm sorry, ink. I think Sparky might eat people. <laughs> Sparky, do you eat people? I haven't been yet. Do you, do you blood to write or actual yeah, ink to write? Can I go behind, like, all around the garden and just shut the door behind him and see his reaction? <laughs> <laughs> what, was, what was your question? Uh, well, he wasn't standing in it yet. What oh, do just, you? He was at the doorway. Yeah. I just eat meat. Care to come in? Any meat. Uh, I, I would prefer you we get going. Bug meat, fine. We um, have a family. I'm not going to eat Please my Please don't friends. eat me. Or my friends. Improvisational comedy troupe here. Let's just go. <laughs> oh, uh, go ahead. He's the finest like I'm gonna pick Do you up. like to write blood or do you like to write me? <laughs> um. Ink. Write down, write down, write down. Uh. Deception. Mm-hmm. Uh. Natural one for total ten. Oh. Uh. He will uh, look at you and he will say. Adventures and a con- Ta-da. Is there something that you guys can't do? Cook. He just scratches his head <laughs> and so you know you can. said let's go, so he starts leading you there. You and he also rolled a natural one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'll pick up Grimswall and throw him over my shoulder. Okay. Before that, right. I was like, wait, you can cook? I mean, I don't know how. <laughs> Sorry, what's your name? But why am I cooking? You wanted to learn. I paid 50 gold for that lesson. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were paid for those lessons. Okay. okay. My name I'm is Greth. Greth? Greth. G-R-E-T-H. G-E-R-T. Greth, do you have a family? He just gives you a look. I'm not going to answer that. Uh, so oh you all dear. need to be taken in for questioning. Oh my dear, we, we, we don't need to terrify this poor man. He's had a long and arduous night. Sparky answers in people's heads, so he was answering everybody's question that was asked. Did I miss a question that was asked? I don't think so. Okay. Because Grimsel is too drunk to ask questions. I asked one question, and oh, I did okay. not like my answer. <laughs> I'm going to pick up Grimswall over my shoulder and carry him. Uh, what are you guys doing in Junior? 
Is he no, staying I'm here? Junior. Is he going with well, I'm Junior, you'll be okay. Junior, have you ever thought about having cubs? <laughs> junior just gonna... <laughs> Everything's gonna be okay. What do you, you say? <laughs> junior, you can keep... Is the lady by the front desk? Uh, you... If you walk down there, uh, it looks like she has left. Oh. Junior, I have a great idea. <laughs> I'll walk up there. You should go be friends with her for a while. Yeah, that's great. Junior can See, always use more with friends. With the girl downstairs. No, she, she's already packed up and, and left for the day. Oh, really? Yeah. Say a little sign that says... Because that's what I said the first time. I'm going to stick with that. I'm going to walk back down to the desk. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pull out a piece of charcoal, and on the front of the desk, I'm going to write, now hiring. <laughs> uh, and... The guard. Yeah? You have a family, right? <laughs> Wait, do you? Are you attempting to damage property? No, I'm helping out uh, the event. It's adventure real stuff. You wouldn't understand it. Can I cast. Uh, <laughs> with your hands. Um, it is something that he would notice. Uh, if you're trying to do it sneakily, you can attempt to make a sleight of hand check. Sure. He does not seem to notice. Uh, what does Phantasmal Force do? I can craft an illusion that takes root in the mind of a creature that can see within range. The target must make an intelligence saving throw. Okay. DC 15. I'm casting this on the guard. Okay. And I'm attempting to. Is a what kind of say? Uh, intelligence 15. Alright, uh, so he does fail. Um, he fully believes that Terran is washing meticulously, like <laughs> with a toothbrush, <laughs> the front desk. <laughs> so as he sees you pulling something out, and sorry, he goes to walk up, and you feel a hand go onto your shoulder, and then he just starts patting you. That is so nice of you. <laughs> he has no idea why you came. Thank you. Now, hiring. Uh, but we do need to get going. Okay. Uh, the charcoal thing. Okay. Uh, do you all follow the guard out? Yep. yep. Yeah. And is Junior staying? <laughs> Junior is going to lie directly in front of the front desk. Uh, oh. As we, oh, okay. As we walk. I want to ask the guard if he's ever seen a dragon. Uh, he will 
it takes him a moment. You know, obviously that that normal like look right of look of like confusion of like something speaking in my head. Um, I assume that you would relay that it is you that's speaking. <clears throat> Uh, and he will say, uh, no, I have not seen a dragon. Uh, this is out loud, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he can't speak in your head. <laughs> um, I hate the fact that Tuffy's one way. It's so inconvenient. <laughs> for everyone but Sparky. Oh, it's inconvenient for me too sometimes. Um, but yeah, no, he, he has not seen a dragon. I'm sorry. And then keeps walking. What? <laughs> Um, he takes you to the jailhouse uh, and lets you all in, but he does not follow you in. Uh, and he shuts the door <coughs> behind. Aren't you coming? Bye, Graf. I want Did to you? know about his family. I hope you get it's back to your family. It's this way. <laughs> and right before we You're enter, not sure I'm if he's sweating or if it's the rain that's pouring <laughs> down. I am going to try and steal one more swig without anybody seeing before we go inside. Alright, make a sleight of hand check with disadvantage. Of course, I wouldn't have any You are still poisoned. <laughs> it's a four. Uh, I'm carrying, do I see him trying to like? He like bumps you in the side of the head as he's trying to like line his mouth up with the bottle. I'm try to take the bottle from him. Well, I'm not gonna fight that. For that. Take the bottle. You, you do get like a little, a yeah. few droplets in before it's snatched. Bonk him on his head. Ah, what, his... what was that for? You hit me in the head. Well, you drunkard. Hit... <clears throat> oh, what's up? Maybe. So, uh, the last part I think I need for this investigation uh, is to talk with all of you, uh, but I do have a very serious and important question for you all. And he will, you know, stand up, uh, moving some papers aside uh, on his desk. I do not get the feeling that you are all necessarily bad people. Where so I will ask. <laughs> so I will ask you, and I want a truthful and honest answer. Can I trust you all with something, knowing that you will not speak a word of it outside of this room? Absolutely. I can't yes. speak. <laughs> Alright, uh, this will be a group challenge. So I will have everyone roll a perception or a deception check. Persuasion. Persuasion. Oh, persuasion, not perception, I'm sorry. Persuasion or deception check. If you think, you don't know the information, but if you feel like your character would at any moment possibly use whatever information this may be for a game outside, roll deception. Uh, and let me know what your character rolls. I'm rolling so good on my bad die. Like, <laughs> at least Do I you want us to let you know out loud? Yes. Eight persuasion. Eight, okay. Uh, I think it's a, I have to check my modifier. It's at least a uh, 15 though. We'll double check for him, because it, okay. it's a big. So eight for Sparky. What did Duritz get? Uh, 15 deception. 15 deception. Uh, Grimsall? Uh, 15 Persuasion. Persuasion? 
Thirteen persuasion. Thirteen persuasion for Merlin. Actually, no, change it to deception. Change around. Uh, is it the same plus as two? Okay. <laughs> Twenty-two persuasion. Alrighty. Eighteen deception. Eighteen deception. No, Sparky had everything. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So I, think, I think this. I think this. The skill challenge lets everyone know where the party aligns to. Um, he will give a nod. Thank you uh, all for your honesty. Um, just give me a few minutes, uh, and I will be back, and I will begin the, uh, questioning process. Uh, and he, yes? Can I insight to see if he actually is going to come back? Yeah. Uh, 16. Uh, I mean, he seems to be telling the, the truth. Uh, he doesn't walk out of the building, he walks <laughs> up the stairs. Okay. Uh, off to the, the side of the, the roof. Okay. Um, is there anything you guys want to say in the few minutes before he gets back? Rimsol, hmm? I understand you're intoxicated. Maybe we should do the counter. I'm on it quickly uh, to okay. see if I'm around, just to see if anything particularly stands out. Okay, go ahead and roll me a perception check then. All 13 stays, guys. Uh, that would be a 14. A 14. <laughs> uh, was there anything specific that you were looking for, or um, anything that I would be particularly interested in, or something that would be of aid to the group, like a sword on the wall or whatever? Um, not not really. You know, you you take like a you glance a little bit at the the papers. Um, it doesn't look like there's any papers on his desk that you can see without like actually rifling through them that have anything to pertain to what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's mostly just really boring logs and, and that kind of stuff. Um, I mean, the jail cells are still empty, uh, but not really anything of interest, uh, just from a quick glance around. Okay. Um, For mm-hmm. oh, uh, I think if you look up late news or something like that, it should work. Um, all right. Uh, so he will come back down, uh, and he will look at all of you, and he will say, "All right. Um, I will start questioning each of you uh, one by one alone." Uh, I'm going to start with Taryn since he was the most forthright in the beginning. Uh, I will ask that you all stay down here. Um, Taryn, if you will follow me. And at this point, I'm going to ask everyone but Taryn to leave the table and go to the next room. stairs, it's completely silent, which kind of catches you a little bit off guard. You don't even hear the, the door open that he leads you into, and you don't hear the door close. Um, but then you step out, and it's kind of like a bubble almost. All of a sudden, sound returns. Um, 
You see a, a fairly small room. There is a desk with a stool, um, kind of like in the center near the end of the room, uh, with a chair out in front of it. Uh, there's about four just regular beds with like little chests in, in, at the end of each of them. There's like a, a little table with like two chairs on the side up against the side wall. Um, and you see a <laughs> lady in like just a black light, um, think of like a, a maid's outfit, but not like poofy or frilly, mm-hmm. just kind of like a flat one. Uh, and there's a little girl there. Uh, you guess she's about 12 or 13 with platinum, natural looking blonde hair uh, with the peridot eyes. Uh, and there are two chairs sitting in front of the desk, and Adderus will motion for you to uh, sit at one of them. He sits down. Uh, and he will sit on the other side of the, uh, the desk. Uh, where you see a few more papers, um, and he will say, this is the princess, Noelle Alvon. Uh, she has agreed to aid uh, and oversee the questioning uh, to verify the truth. Uh, and she walks up to you, and she seems very like shy, like to herself, kind of. Uh, and she kind of reaches out to what what do you wear on the upper portion of your body? Um, it, yeah, it, it's literally just like the, the, like the wolf cloak. So you're, yeah, the, yeah. like the cloak, the wolf cloak that goes all okay. the way down around. So your arms are kind of bare and showing. Yeah, they're all bare. Okay. He might have like some like leather wrappings on them, but that's basically it. Uh, she goes to reach her hand out to touch her arm, um, but before she does, she you know will say, "May I?" He just nods his head, unsure what is going on. Uh, she will press her hand against your arm, and you feel a a strange feeling come over you. Um, You get the sense that you are not forced to speak, but you do get the feeling that if any words come out of your mouth, they would have to be the truth. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, know, steeples his hands together uh, and looks at you uh, and he will say, Now, Taryn, I, I know that you have not, I presume you have not been in this area, uh, seeing as how you came for, uh, to get your adventures license, but, uh, did you happen to recognize any of the assailants? I've never seen those three individuals as far as I can recall. You do remember that one of them was one of the people that you had seen in the bar. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, then he would, yeah. he would come out and go, well, I did do some gambling. There was one of them. I don't remember which one of them, but I think it was the ma- uh, male one with the sword. Uh, he was there. Uh, he lost a ton of money down gambling when I was gambling down at one of the inns. But other than that, I had no recollection of who they are. Uh, he gives you a nod. Yeah, that that was um was a local person. Uh, you know, he has gotten into a, a couple scruffs. Um, you know, it it sounds like he, he took a job uh, that didn't end too well for him. Um, 
I want to give justice to whoever deserves the justice. Uh, so, um, do you happen to know what they were after? They believe to have um, one of my compatriots, Uritz, to have some sort of item. Um, would Ter- Terran has never seen the item he's got? You don't. Terran does not is not aware of okay. what the item yeah, is or anything it. like okay. that. Okay. He uh, he goes as far as I'm aware. Uritz had no idea about what they were talking about, and I have never seen this item that they were talking about. As far as I'm aware, they had the wrong person. Okay. Um, So, uh, just to cover all the bases, as far as you are aware, um, your friend Duritz is not into possession or would happen to know the whereabouts of the item that they're looking for. If he did, he hasn't told me. Um, do you happen to know why they wanted this particular item? Not really. A lot of the leading up there was very heated in an argument. Um, I know they were looking for the item because it was another item to something. I'm not totally sure about what was going on. I was more, uh, worried at the time about protecting my compatriots than I was diving deep into what they were actually looking for. Okay. Um, and then for, for my final question for you, Taryn, uh, is there is there any other information you would like to share with me? Um, other than that this was a crime of self-defense, um, we were trying to go out to uh, the forest when one person in front of us appeared with two people behind us, kind of like in an ambush. Ambushing as many people as we had was kind of weird. I don't know if they were stupid or that that skill, but um, the female who was after him, who did all this uh, talking, um, I gave her a warning, kind of like a warning thing where I threw a rock at her, and then she just proceeded afterwards to... uh, to run up and stab my compatriot three times with some sort of rapier, I believe it was, coated in poison. So I may have instigated this at the start of it, but they were the ones that stopped and cornered us first. So in my world, yes. You have to protect yourself at all times, and sometimes that means aggravating people to get out of your way. Uh, you'll not. He'll take in a, a deep breath. Uh, the, the entire time he was, you know, writing notes as well. Um, and he will say, thank you for your honesty. Um, I think that is all the questions I have for you, Taryn. Uh, Can I ask you a question? Certainly. Seeing that I'm up here. Uh, and at this point, Noelle would have okay. taken her hand off of you as well, uh, seeing that the questioning was done. This is the girl that we talked about. About there is a some sort of ploy to have her, I'm, and she, he's gonna look out, I'm so sorry, but to have her murdered, right? And he's uh, like staring intently, like 
at him because this is the first time like the description and everything matches up so his like light bulbs are and, like things are clicking in his mm-hmm. head uh, Noelle definitely takes like a, a step back and kind of seems to like retreat into mm-hmm. herself a little bit um, and Adaris just kind of nods uh, he'll say um, yes uh, I am doing what I can to look into this more um, wouldn't she be better at the capital where she can be protected why is she in this poor town of all places to be uh, she was not supposed to be here for long unfortunately it seems any messages either our messages we are sending to the capital or the messages in regards that the capital is sending back are not making their way I don't know if it has something to do with what's going on with the forest or if there is something else that is going on uh, unfortunately I just do not have the men to feel to safely transport her to the capital would you find it more important for our group, if I'm innocent, to investigate the forest further or to escort her back to the capital? Uh, well, first, let me finish the questioning and okay. Francis and I will come to a verdict, but ultimately uh, it would be the princess's choice. Okay. Uh, were there any other questions you had for me? Um, since it, I'm still going to question everyone, but since you specifically have talked about Duritz, uh, I'm probably going to have him, uh, come up for questioning next. Um, I would greatly appreciate it if you did not share the information of Princess Noel to the group downstairs. Um, I, I appreciate all of your honesty in saying that you would all keep uh, this secret. Of course. Um, this is, I'm not from here this continent, but I'm not stupid enough to know how political figures are very important to this. So. Uh, and then if you will have the Ritz, uh, come on. <laughs> well, Adaris would walk with you down there, okay. but if you'll... Hello. Welcome, the Ritz. Um, so Adaris does go downstairs with Taryn, um, Taryn, you know, rejoins the group, and then asks for you next. Okay. Um, do you comply and mm-hmm. walk with them up? Uh, so you start walking up the stairs, and you definitely hear the, the creaking of the wood, and then, you know, the top portion, you don't hear anything. You don't hear any creaking of the stairs or anything. The, the door opens, you don't hear the door open. Uh, you walk into the room, the door closes, you don't hear the door close. Uh, you take a step or two into the room, and then it's as if you left a bubble, and you can hear sound again. Mm-hmm. Um, the room is a, a fairly small room. Uh, there is a desk with a stool on one end, uh, and then two chairs on the other end. It has some papers on there. Uh, there are four small beds in the room, uh, with like little chests at the uh, foot of each of the bed. Uh, and then there's like a small table up against the wall with like two chairs, like you know, where someone, you know, eat breakfast or whatever. Um, there's a lady standing in the room. Think of like a, she's wearing like a, a maid's outfit, except not floofy or frilly. It's kind of like a, a flat mm-hmm. kind of maid's outfit. And there is, uh, sitting in one of the chairs, a, a little girl. You probably guess she's probably like 12, 13. Uh, she has a platinum blonde hair. 
and her eyes very much look like Merida. Okay. Uh, and Adaris um, gestures for you to sit in, in the other chair uh, as he takes his seat at the, the stool on the other side of the desk. Well, how do you meet this fine evening? Do you say that to Adaris or to uh, the, the girl? Um, she she seems like a little bit into herself. Kind of, you kind of get the impression that she's a very shy person. Um, she just kind of gives like a, a quick jerking nod. And, I'm good, thank you. Um, and as you go to, if you go, do you go to sit? Yeah. Uh, uh, as you're sitting, Adaris will say, this is the princess, Noelle Albon. Uh, the youngest pr princess, the youngest child of the Albon dynasty. Uh, she will be here to help oversee the questioning and help divine the truth. Pleasure to make your acquaintance. Uh, like, she's not completely trying to hide behind her hair, but she's kind of trying to hide, like, she's not used to getting this much attention. So she's like trying to be very regal, you know, as nobility should, but still kind of like that shy, like, in between hiding and, and you know, being outward at the same time. She's, Thank you. Um, and she reaches out her hand, as if to go for the top of your hand, uh, but she stops just short, and she says, May I? Sure. Uh, she will lay her hand on top of your hand, and you have a feeling come over you. You... Do not feel like you have to answer, but you know that any words that come out of your mouth must be the truth. Okay. Uh, and Adaris will, you know, pick up a, a quill, uh, some ink, uh, seems to get a, a new sheet of paper, puts it over a sheet of paper where he had already written some notes, uh, and he will say, So, Duritz. I know that I have not seen many of you, so I would make the assumption that the majority of your group are not from this area uh, and have not been here for long. But did you happen to recognize any of the assailants? I didn't want to. Um, you would have recognized one of them at the, the, the bar, one, the one that oh, had. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, there was one that was an end, uh, a card shark. Uh, yes. Um, in fact, the, the the halfling I had not seen before, um, but the other two were locals. Um, one of them is known to get into a little bit of a scuffle and a little bit of trouble. Um, I want to do justice for everyone, um, and perhaps he took the wrong kind of job. Uh, I'm just trying to make sure that justice is given to everyone. Uh, and he, he's you know, writing notes as, as you're speaking to. Uh, do you know what they were after? Uh, the halfling said something about the, uh, a pouch that a particular magistrate had. Okay. Alrighty. Um, are you in possession or know the whereabouts of what they were looking for? I have the pouch to which she referred, but the thing that was in it 
do you know what they wanted this item for? Or what they wanted the pouch for? Or whatever this item was inside? There might have been some mention of a shard. Okay. A piece of an item, so to speak. And then, is there any other information you would like to share with me? Not particularly. Okay. Uh, As he finishes, you know, writing his notes down. and at this point, uh, Noelle takes her hand off of you, and you feel that uh, feeling reside. Um, and Adaris will nod. Alrighty. Well, I, I thank you for your honesty. Um, I do ask that you do not share the information of Princess Noelle being here with anyone, including the people downstairs. Um, I greatly appreciate the honesty um, that you and the group that you are with uh, in keeping her presence secret here. Um, okay. Is she not the one that we had discussed previously? Uh, he will give like a, a, a very grave face and not, uh, yes. Um, yes. It is interesting that she seems to be so integral to your interpreted process. Uh, she does not reside here. She just happens to be here. Um, we are waiting to receive either word or um, people to escort her from the capital. Um, she was only supposed to be here briefly. Uh, I had asked her for her aid and she had complied. Since she just happened to be happened to be here about the same time that an assassination plot took place. It's interesting. I make no mention of it anymore. <laughs> um, and he will... Uh, were there any other questions you had for me, Therese? Uh, in particular, I don't think... Uh, oh, actually, uh, what does he know about the town... Prima? 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 Uh, you would know that Prima is a continent. Uh, it is a continent that, for most people, is a continent full of elemental upheaval. Uh, it is where the Ganassi live, uh, people who are part elemental in some sort of way. Um, it, it just it is very active with elemental energy. Okay. Um, if, if that is it, then I will escort you down, and uh, I will take uh, the the Octorin. Uh, I believe she said her name was Arboria. Arboria. Yes. Is that what they're called? Octorin. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe there is a village not far from here uh, of Octorin. Okay. Uh, but yeah, but if you will send Brittany on out. Thank you. Auf Wiedersehen. Dorit will make a special gesture to bow towards uh, the the princess. Okay. Um, 
Like, just flourish hat thing. She does kind of give, like, a little giggle. <laughs> As she watches you. Okay. Uh, Brittany? Yes. Why do you feel discriminated against? Reese came in, looked at me, and she's like, Opterin! <laughs> so, like... That is the name of your race. But the way he said it! Mm-hmm. Um, so you do see... Uh, just as before with <laughs> good good uh, just as before with Taryn uh, and now with Duritz um, Adaris walks down the stairs uh, and Duritz joins the group uh, and he looks at the rest of the group and he will gesture to you and he will say I believe you said your name was Arborea yes uh, can I please have you come next um, and as you walk up the wooden stairs, you hear the creaking of the wood, uh, and then near the top, you don't hear the creaking of the wood anymore. You come up to the door, and he opens the door and lets you in. You don't hear the door open. And then whenever he closes it behind you, you don't hear the door close. You take a couple steps into the room, and it's as if you're leaving like this bubble, and all of a sudden, you hear again. Um, you see, in this, it's, it's not a large room. Uh, there are four small beds with um, chests uh, at the foot of each bed. Uh, there is a desk near one end of the room with a stool on one side and then two chairs on the other. And then up against the wall on the side uh, is like a small table, two chairs, kind of like where someone would, you know, have breakfast or something. Uh, you do see a lady standing near the tables. Um, she's in very much like a maid's outfit, except not frilly, not poofy, just a very like flat kind of maid's outfit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then sitting in one of the chairs is uh, a young girl. Uh, you'd probably say she's about 12, 13 years old. She has this platinum blonde hair, and her eyes uh, remind you of Peridot, Peridot, like the gems. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he'll gesture for you to uh, sit uh, at the other chair. Oh, okay. Um, and as he sits, he will gesture to the young girl, uh, this is Princess Noelle Albon, the youngest daughter of the Albon dynasty. I will bow to her. Pleasure to, uh, make your acquaintance, ma'am. Uh, she will look at you. Thank you. Um, and, uh, Adaris will say, I have asked her, uh, since she was here, um, to overlook the, um, the questioning and to divine the truth. Uh, and she goes out to the, Noel goes to reach out to you, um, but stops just short of touching you, uh, and she looks at you and she says, may I? Oh, yes, yes. Um, and she places a hand on you, on your skin, uh, and you feel a wave come over you. Uh, you know that you do not have to speak, but if any words were to come out of your mouth, they would have to be the truth. Um, and Adaris will, he pulls a, a blank piece of paper over a sheet of paper that you, has notes on it, uh, and he gets his ink pen ready. Um, and he will say, uh, so I have some questions for you. Yes, sir. Um, did you happen to recognize any of the assailants? 
No, I did not. No. Alright. Uh, do you happen to know what they were after? Not really. They just said they were looking for something, but I have no idea. Okay, okay. Um, so, because of that, you, you wouldn't know if the whereabouts or if anyone in your group were in possession of what they were looking for. No, they never said what they were looking for. Alright. Um, do you happen to know why they wanted what they were looking for? Nope, never heard anything about it. Um, well, this is fairly quick, it seems. Uh, is there any other information that you would like to share with me? And he kind of leans in a little bit closer. Uh, his elbows on the table. Just any any information pertaining to this or otherwise that you would like to share? Well, nothing immediately comes to mind, really. Um, I, I mean, you know, we were heading out to the woods, and all of a sudden, these three uh, people just came up and started. You know, asking for, you know, this and this whatever they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they were directed out to Reeves. Uh, and he, he told them multiple times, if I recall correctly, that he didn't have anything and mm-hmm. he didn't take anything. And, you know, uh, they, they started to get aggressive. Uh, and then, you know... Um, then, then, you know, one of them attacked. Now, um, and he, he kind of, like, pulls up a couple sheets of paper, uh, looking at a sheet of paper underneath the one that you have watched them put over, uh, and he was saying, is it true that, um, Taran, I believe his name was, uh, might have started the, the physical altercations by throwing a rock? Uh, I think I saw a rock be thrown. I'm not 100% sure if it was turned, uh, but I think someone did. Uh, there was a rock thrown. I don't think it really hit anyone mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. you know, may have just like brushed, you know, the one guy. Okay. Alrighty. Um, Miss Arboria. Uh, are there any questions that you have for me? Um, well, uh, I I guess is, do do you happen to know what, you know, they were looking for? Do you you know anything about that? I mean, I'm sure you can't tell me anything, but... Um, I, I am looking into it. Uh, so far, the information that I have is about those specifics is coming from your group. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, well, I, I guess if you have, you know, any, any anything in spe- in particular, uh, th- there's not anything specific that comes to mind, really. Alrighty. Well, if there is nothing else, uh, I believe this concludes the questioning for you. Uh, and Noelle will take her hand off of you, and you feel the, the feeling received from you. 
um, and Adaris will stand up and he will say, um, Fuel, come back downstairs with me. Uh, I would appreciate it if you did not share this, the information of Prince Noel's uh, being here to anyone, including the people downstairs. Yes, sir. Um, I, I appreciate the honesty that your group has uh, made and promising to keep uh, Princess Noel being here private. Of course. Uh, and he will walk with you uh, back downstairs um, and he will say, I, I believe that uh, I will talk to the younger one. I believe her name is Merlin. Ah, uh, the, the, the little one. Child. So, as he walks down with you, um, if you will send Ari in uh, for Merlin's questioning. Alright. Um, I will say that before we leave the room, I will uh, once again bow respectfully to Princess Um And uh, as you go to leave, she does stand up as well this time. And she does give like a, a little curtsy um, to you as well uh, as you go. Alright. Alright. Uh, Bye-bye. Interrogation time. Uh, no, so um, just as Adaris did with Taryn and Duritz, um, Adaris walks down with um, Arborea and she goes and joins the group uh, and he will you know, look at you all and he'll say, Merlin. I believe that, that was your name, correct? Correct. Uh, if you will come with me, uh, I do have some questions for you. Very well. Uh, and as you go to walk up the, the wooden steps, uh, you hear the creaking of the wood, um, but near the top, you don't hear the creaking of the wood anymore. Uh, and then he goes to open the door at the top of the stairs, but you don't hear it open. You step in, uh, and he closes the door behind you, and you don't hear it close. Uh, you take a couple more steps, uh, and then it's as if you're like leaving a sort of bubble. All of a sudden, you can hear everything again. Um, it's not a huge room. Uh, it's fairly small. Uh, there are like four small beds crammed in here on one side, uh, with little chests at the, the foot of each one. Um, there is a small table with two chairs up against the side of the wall, kind of like a like where people may eat like food or breakfast or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, and standing near the table is a lady. Um, what she's wearing is, think of like a, a maid's outfit, but not frilly and not floofy. It's just like a very flat kind of maid's outfit. Mm -hmm. uh, and then on the other end of the room, there is a desk with a stool on one side. Uh, there are some papers and an ink pot on the desk. And then there are two chairs on the other side of the desk. And sitting in one of the chairs is uh, a young girl. Uh, you would probably guess that she is probably 12, 13, maybe 14. Um, she has platinum blonde hair, and her eyes very much look like Peridot, like the gems. Um, and Adaris will gesture for you to sit in the empty seat. Okay. Uh, and as you do, he goes and he goes to sit down. Uh, now, Merlin, this is Princess Noelle Alba. The youngest daughter of the Alban dynasty. Uh, she is here to watch over the questioning and divine the truth. Uh, she goes to reach out to. What, what does Merlin wear? 
She wears a cloak most of the time, like kind of like underneath the cloak, it's like a purple top followed mm-hmm. by like purple parachute pants. Okay. All right. Um. So Noelle will reach out her hand and she'll say, "May I see your hand, please?" Um. Okay. Um, and she will take her hand and as uh, she touches your skin, you feel a feeling come over you. Now, while you do not feel forced to answer or speak, I should say, uh, you do know that any words that are to come out of your mouth must be the truth. Um, and Adoris will say, uh, let us begin the questioning. Um, now, uh, I get the sense from your group and you know what I've gotten from them before. Uh, it sounds like the majority of you are not from this area. Um, but I do want to ask, uh, do you happen to recognize any of the assailants? Not particularly. Okay. Uh, and you see him, like, uh, he pulls, like, a blank sheet and puts it over some sheets of paper that look like they have some sort of writing on them and, you know, begins to take notes from the conversation that he has with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you happen to know what they were after? Uh, I believe something from one of my comrades but by the sounds of it, he didn't know what they were talking about either. So honestly, I'm quite unsure. Okay. Uh, and which comrade was this? Uh, the porcupine. Okay. All righty. Um, so based on the that question, uh, you wouldn't happen to know the whereabouts or be in possession of what they were looking for. I have no clue. All right. Um, do you happen to know why they wanted uh, what it is that they were looking for? From what I gathered, it's just because they had something that was taken from them, just trying to get a really important valuable back. Other than that, I have no clue. Alrighty. Um, Alright, well, um, the last question I have for you, and he kind of leans forward and, and puts his elbows on the desk and kind of um, crosses his fingers together. Uh, is there any other information uh, that you would like to share with me? Regarding the case? Uh, yeah, regarding uh, anything uh, with the incident. Mm. Or otherwise. Overall, I think my comrades are very trusting. So, anything that they say, I would take their word for. Okay. Alrighty. Uh, well, so does Merlin actually believe that? Full-heartedly? Like, 80%. <laughs> so, I would say you probably wouldn't be able to speak that. You go to say okay. those words, but they kind of get caught in your throat. Okay. Uh, I would say you probably... You probably wouldn't have even said that entire sentence, mm-hmm. like just the, the, the thought of it. Um, you just kind of open your mouth and just like nothing really comes out. Um, was there anything else that you wanted to say with, with that new information or? Is there a question I may ask? Oh yes, yes, of course. Um, I was just curious what the princess is doing here, if, if I may be so bold. Um, and at this point, because uh, it looks like the questioning on his end at least is over, Noel does, you know, take her hand from your hand, and you do feel the feeling recede from you. Um, and he will say, uh, well, 
The Princess Noelle was on business. Uh, she was only supposed to be here for a short amount of time. Uh, we are waiting to either hear back or receive guards from the capital to escort her back. Well, I think me and my computers can make good guards as well. Just there we are. Um, I, I do appreciate it. Um, it is something that the princess, you know, may decide. Uh, I would rather her wait for her guards, but um, first let us handle the uh, deciding whether the your group is guilty or innocent. I'll look for it. So I'll, has she just not said anything besides her introduction? Not really. And when you you take a look at her, and you kind of get the feeling, like. Once she's taken her hand off of you, she kind of like pulls into herself. You get like a, a very like a shy uh, kind of pulling into herself kind of feeling from her. Mm -hmm. um, so, but no, she outside of asking if you know she could lay her hand on your hand. Um, excuse me, Noelle. May I hold your hands this time? Uh, she. You do kind of see like a a look of mild shock. Or, I wouldn't say shock, a, a little bit of surprise. Uh, and she will go, oh, um, yeah, sure. And uh, she will place her hands in your hand. So, I'm not going to do anything nefarious, but mm -hmm. I'm going to be like, it was an honor meeting you. I've been around for a long time, so I can tell just what kind of person you are. And you are very genuine and kind. And I squeeze her hands when I say that. Like, just trying to feel, like, some familiarity and, like, Mm -hmm. You know, we look the same age, but, mm -hmm. you know. Kind of, like, exuding, like, confidence, but also trying to, like, give it exactly. as well. Yeah. Um, you do see, like, it, it does give her a smile. She does, like, squeeze your hands back, and she'll say, oh, thank you. Thank you very much. And then I squeeze one more time, and I retract my hands, and I'm like, well, thank you so much for this opportunity to show, prove to me and my group our innocence in this matter. Yes, of, of course. Uh, and Adders will say, if there is nothing else, Merlin, um, I will gladly escort you back to your group. Of course. Um, so he will stand up and he will, you know, you, you go through, now that you're kind of aware of it, you kind of feel when you go into the bubble and then when you come out on the other end and hear the creaking of the stairs, um, and he'll say, um, I believe I will speak to, I did not see his bear here, but the, the, I believe his name is Grinswell, the yes. one that owns the bear? Yes. Um, and he will walk you down there. Uh, if you will send Garrett in to speak for Grinswell. <laughs> no problem. Thank you. Um, hello. Eh? What, what is it? Yeah, sorry. Yes. Hello. Um, I'm actually going to have Grinswell roll a constitution saving throw. Because there has been quite a bit of time. So. That is a 19. 19? Yeah, you're, you're, at, at this point, um, you're pretty sobered up. Like, you feel, like, maybe a mild tipsy at this maybe point. Maybe I'm more hung I'm starting to feel a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too. Um, and just as Adders did with Taryn and Arboria and Doritz, uh, you see him walk down with Merlin. And Merlin, you know, joins the group. Uh, and he looks at the group and Adders will look to you and say, Grimswall. Uh, if I could have you come in for questioning. Uh, of course. Just give me a moment. Oh, my head. Yeah, I'm coming down. 
As you're walking, and it's probably a little bit more noticeable for you because every time there's the creaking of the stairs, you know, it, it sends a spike in the headache. Uh, and then near the, the top of the stairs, you don't you don't hear anything. You don't hear the creaking of the, the stairs anymore. Uh, and Adris opens the door uh, at the top of the stairs. You don't hear it open. You walk in and Adris closes the door and you don't hear the door close. Uh, you take a couple more steps in and it's kind of as if like you're leaving a sort of bubble almost. And all of a sudden the sound returns. Uh, what was that? Uh, precautions. Uh, and you uh, see the, the room is not large. It, it's fairly small. There are four small beds that are crammed in here on, on one end of the room. Uh, there's a small table with like two little chairs, like maybe where someone would eat breakfast or what have you. Uh, standing next to these table and chairs is a lady. Uh, and what she's wearing is, think of like a maid's outfit, but it's not frilly and it's not floofy. It's like a, a flat maid's outfit. Simple. Okay. Yeah, yeah, very simple. Probably like a nun maid esque together. And it's like more custodial, probably like it yeah. custodial. Yeah, it, it's not. It's not sexy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's it's very covering. Um, and then on the opposite side of the beds, uh, of the on the opposite side of the room, is a desk, and there's a stool on one side. Uh, there are a few papers on the desk, some with writing. There's a few that don't have writing on them. And then there are two chairs on the other side. And sitting in one of the chairs is a, a young girl. Uh, you probably guess she's 12, 13 years old. Uh, she has platinum blonde hair. And when you see her eyes, they very much resemble Peridot, the gems. Okay. Uh, and Adaris will uh, gesture for you to sit in the, the seat that is empty. Of course. Uh, and he will sit down, and he will say, "This Grimswall is Noel Alban, uh, the youngest, the princess of the Alban dynasty, the youngest daughter. Uh, she is here to oversee the questioning and to divine the truth." If you don't mind me asking, what is someone of such high standing doing? And no offense to the town, but here. Uh, well, she is only here briefly. Uh, she was out on business. We are just waiting on either a message or guards from the uh, capital to come and escort her uh, the rest of the way home. Okay, understood. Uh, and you see Noelle kind of, and when you look at her, she kind of seems like a little bit into herself. She kind of gives off like this shy vibe, kind of. Okay. Um, but she does tentatively reach out to touch her hand. Or do you wear gloves? Uh, I wear fingerless gloves. You wear fingerless gloves? Um, do you wear like long sleeves or? No. Uh, okay. I probably have like a, a tunic covering on, but like it's easy enough to roll off her. It's not like right. yeah, it's not very. Um, she'll reach out and she'll say, um, if, if you don't mind, could you roll your sleeve up a little bit? Uh, uh, of course. Um, and I'll roll my sleeve up. And she'll say, and she'll go to reach out to touch it, but before touching it, she'll say, may I? Of course. Uh, and she lays her hand on your skin. Uh, and through the contact, you, uh, a wave of feeling comes over you. Uh, you get the feeling that while you are not forced to speak, any words that come out of your mouth must be the truth. Okay. Um, and Adaris looks at you and he will say, um, from most of the information I have gathered, 
Um, it's pretty clear that the majority of your group isn't from this area. Uh, no. Um, but uh, I do still feel like I need to ask the question. Uh, do you happen to recognize any of the assailants? I did not. However, oh, actually, okay, no, actually. Uh, I feel so bad for asking no, this question, but I don't want to, like, the one I recognize beforehand. Ask, yeah. The one that I killed, he was the one that I knew. Yeah. Well, you didn't know me. Yeah, you but, like, recognize. I recognize him. Yeah, yeah. I did recognize the one whose throat was pierced. I saw him in a bar earlier. Okay. Um, yes, uh, unfortunately, um... The halfling I do not recognize, but the the other two were locals um, here. Uh, I don't know what to say. I, I I'm sorry. I it was an accident. Nothing kills anyone. Uh, he just kind of gives like a somber look, um, and you know just kind of nods a little bit. Um, yes, it is, it is very unfortunate. Um, they were. He was known to get into a couple of scuffles, um, and if this all boils down to him taking a job that he shouldn't have, uh, then that is that. I am just trying to look to give justice where justice is deserved. Um, do you happen to know what your these assailants were after? Well, uh, we were traveling, uh, me and my companions, and we were stopped by... Uh, the woman standing at the uh, edge of the road, and her two, I guess we'll call them partners for now, I don't know what they were, uh, behind us. And they seem to know Duritz. Uh, and as you're speaking, you do notice him like taking those. Yeah. He, he did pull a blank sheet of paper and put it over um, a couple of sheets of paper that looked like they had writing, Yeah, I, and that is what he is writing on. Uh, seem to know Duritz, though. Um, Presumably, from what I understood, that he may have stolen something or killed someone. I don't quite exactly know what happened, but she seemed to have something, at least she believes he had something that she wanted. And when she couldn't find it, again, after slashing him down, she seemed to panic. And I think that's where things seem to have gone very wrong. Okay. Um based off of uh, the answer from that question. Uh, I would assume I know the answer to this, but I will still ask it. Um, do you happen to know the whereabouts of what they were looking for, or happen to be in the possession of what they were looking for? I know nothing, and I do not have it. Okay. Um, would you happen to know why they may want what it is that they were looking for? It sounded like it was... Maybe, I don't know if the man was particularly important, but he sounded important, I think some kind of magistrate. So maybe someone related to that hired them because, I don't know, petty revenge. I, I honestly could not tell you. Okay. Um, well, uh, is there any other information that you would like to share with me pertaining this? Perhaps this is just me trying to lament my own guilt. But I, I swear upon all that I know that it was self-defense when I shot the first man who was killed. I warned him off, and I was aiming for the shoulder, and I did not hit him in the shoulder. It is quite uh, unfortunate. It is 
has been raining all day. It is something that could possibly make Van's fingers slip when they pull the bow uh, and obscure their aim. Uh, of course. But, uh, I mean, it, it sounds like. Um, is there a fine I should pay or a way to see a family? Is there something I need to do? I'm uh, I, I will look into that whenever I, I come to the verdict. Um, but uh, it sounds like uh, when it came down to the fighting that um, the, I will say the ringleader of this, uh, the one that I, I do not know, um, might have been out for blood possibly. Uh, from the sounds of it, it, it seems like they very quickly took down uh, the one, and he, he kind of like begins to look through his notes a little bit. The the one that you called Ritz, the the hedgehog. Yes. yes. Um, well, with that, uh, are there any questions that you have for me? Uh, no questions, and I would prefer if we keep this between us. It could be on the record, of course, need be, but just. I don't know, uh, I know you haven't yet talked to the wolf. As someone who has traveled with him for only a few days, I simply do not trust him. And just going forward, I just want it to be known that anything that he may have done, I do not want any part of. If you find anything else, just, I would prefer not to know. I do not trust him, and that is the end of it. Uh, as a word of advice, Grimswall. Um, depending on the verdict from this whole situation it is not good for a group to work together and harbor distrust uh, I have tried to get closer but they always seem to make me the nagging parent well perhaps you should speak your mind as to your distrust and speak with everyone on what you all can do if you sorry I may be speaking out of hand no but I, I, I do understand as a group if you plan to continue working together uh, it is best to start building trust and figure out ways that you might be able to do so perhaps I've been a little too hasty uh, and at this point because it, it seems like the questioning yeah. at least from Adder's point uh, is over um, Noelle does take her hand from you, uh, and that feeling does recede from you. Okay. Uh, and uh, Adris will stand up and he'll say, Now I do ask that you do not speak of Princess Noelle to any of the people downstairs. Um, I do appreciate that your group has, you know, given their word on not speaking of her presence here. Uh, I will say, and I, I mean this with respect, but is this by chance the same person my friend was speaking of. I wasn't quite sure the description he gave. I'm just, it seems very coincidental. It is indeed uh, Princess would Noelle would fit why? the uh, person that you believe was to be killed uh, here in the Can course I of the for bringing that up and bringing your presence to your highness. Uh, merely curiosity. Uh, she does give a nod uh, and she'll say, no, it is, it is better to find information of such things than 
to dance around it without getting to it. Yes, and um, you can rest assured at least my lips are sealed. Thank you. Uh, and Iris will, um, you know, lead you out. Uh, he'll say, I believe the only person left to speak to is the one that I think I have heard you call... Sparky. Sparky, yes. Uh, and then if you will tell Reuben to come out uh, for course. his questioning. Hello. Hello. Um, so, as you've seen with everyone else in your party, um, at this address, you know, walking down with them, uh, address does walk down with a seemingly more sober Grimswall. Um, and Grimswall goes to join the group, uh, and he'll say, um, the, the final person, uh, Sparky. Or, should I say Wolf? I, I apologize. Um, if you'll come for me for questions... So you nod yes. Okay. Uh, and he will lead you up the stairs. And as you're walking up the stairs, the, the, the wooden stairs creak, as wooden stairs would do. Uh, but near the top, you won't hear any creaking anymore. Uh, and he goes to open the door for you. And you don't hear the door open. Uh, and you walk into the room. I would know. Huh? I feel like I know what the Sparky would know what this is. Uh, if you feel like Sparky would know, you can definitely make, uh, a check, uh, Arcana check. Uh, 11 plus something. I need to know what the plus is. This may be the silent spell or something similar to the silent spell. Um, so you don't hear the door close and you take a couple more steps and it's as if you're coming out of a bubble and you can hear the sound again. Uh, the room isn't too terribly big. There are four small beds kind of shoved in together uh, on one end of the room, each one with like a small chest at the foot of the tables. Uh, on the side of the room, there is a small table with like two chairs on either side, like would assume one would eat or you know two people might play cards or something uh and standing next to them is a, a lady uh and she is dressed in think of like similar to a maid's outfit except not really not floofy kind of like a, a flat um very conservative ish kind of clothing um and then on the side of the room opposite of the beds there's a desk with some papers on them and an ink bottle uh, there is a stool, and then there are two chairs. And sitting in one of the chairs is a young girl. Uh, you can guess that she's 12, 13 years old, um, and she has platinum blonde hair, and her eyes resemble that of Peridot. Uh And he gestures for you to... Well, at first he goes to gesture for you to sit at this, in the chair, and then kind of like thinks about it and just kind of gestures to sit uh, in, in between the chairs. Do you do so? Uh, yeah, I'll sit down like, uh, or, like uh, a dog. And you, you do see kind of like a, a puzzled kind of look on the on the girl um, as she sees you. Uh, and he sits down uh, and he'll say, um, Sparky, uh, this uh, is... Just would he be calling me Sparky or would he be calling me Sparksnarl? 
I believe. So I can't remember, okay. even though this just happened a few seconds ago, but I believe Grimswolf called you Sparky. Okay, that's fine. And so we're going to go with that. For anyone listening, he used whatever Grimswolf did. I'm sorry, I don't remember what happened literally like two minutes ago. <laughs> um, but he will, he will call you by your name, and he'll say, This is Princess Noel Albon, uh, the youngest daughter and princess of the Albon dynasty. Okay. Um, she's here What's to... Her name? Sorry? Uh, Noel. N O E L L E, Albon. A L. I have Albon written She is here to oversee the questioning and divine the truth. Okay. Uh, and are you doing all of this mentally? Yes. Okay. Uh, and he will look to the princess, uh, and he will say, <laughs> she 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 still has a very confused look as she's just watching Adoras speak. <laughs> To you. Um, and he will say, uh, Princess Noel, uh, this is Sparky, or I believe. Uh, uh, or I believe they also call him Spark Snarl. Um, he is a wolf, but he seems to have the ability to uh, speak in the minds of people. Uh, and he is a part of their group. And. She, she kind of gives like that oh kind of look uh, and she nods her head and you taking a closer look at her she she does seem to like be a little bit into herself like kind of like a, a shy kind of feeling to her um, and she will look over to you and she will go to reach out um, but doesn't quite touch you uh, and she'll say may I yes in her head. Uh, and she will place her hand on you uh, and you have a feeling come over you. Now, while you do not feel forced to answer, you do feel like any word that comes out of your mouth must be the truth. Is that what it actually reads? That That is the, the specifics of it, yes. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> um... Which she will say, um, she will kind of look to Adoras and she will say, um, you. So he does speak in the mind, she still has her hand on you. I, I don't know if my capabilities will affect anyone Can speaking I in the mind. see what she did? Try to see if I know what she did. Um, you can attempt to make an arcana check. 16. Um, let me look this up. So, yes, you would... You know something similar to it. You would know that, you know, whether in conversation on uh, riding the ship here, or just in conversation in the town, or what have you, there's a spell known zone as the Zone of Truth. However, That's usually. it's usually a radius, mm -hmm. uh, and usually there is a potential of people not being affected by it. Whereas, from what you can glean, she has to touch, which is not what the spell does. She didn't do anything spell-related. She didn't yeah. you know, say any kind of spell or do anything or hold any kind of material component. Um, so 
you can assume that it's something inherent that's similar to the zone of truth. And similar to my parents' skills. Yeah. Um, okay. I think it's what she was saying to Atrus. Um, she'll say, if, if he can only speak in the minds, I, I do not know if um, my capabilities... Inject? Huh? May I, in her head, I will say, may I interject? Oh, uh, sure. And she, you know, turns to look at you. Um, uh, well, first, who is the maid lady? The lady over here. Are you, are you talking to the princess? The princess, and I'm asking who the third person is in the room. Because there's only three people in the room, She will say, uh, yeah. She will say, uh, as far as you can see, uh, she will say, that is that is my guardian and maid. Okay. Um, is that all she says? Yes. That is fine. Can I? I will ask you first. Can I trust you to not tell the rest of my team something because I understand what you are trying to do? Um, she will look at you and. Well, she will look at you and she'll say, "Do you, do you want me to also ask Adaris?" Uh, yes, you can ask him as well, and I trust that you can keep your guardian silent. No, I mean, I mean, like in a positive yeah. way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she will. She'll say yes. Um, my my guardian will not speak a word, uh, and she will look to Adaris, um, and she'll say, "There is something that he wants to do or say, um, but he doesn't." want us to share this information with, with the rest of his group and he will nod and he'll say I, I will keep it here um, and he will also say um, just as I will keep this secret just as I expect you to keep uh, the princess's uh, presence here a secret I promise uh, out loud I say <laughs> I am able to speak uh, you definitely see a huge look of surprise uh, on both of their faces, not expecting this. I mean, you being able to talk to people in their minds, Adder's kind of being somewhat used to this, just being like, well, but why speak in people's minds then? As my upbringing taught me for my journey, it was to prevent the humanoid from being scared of a wolf speaking. Hmm. And I, I am sorry that you had to live in, in such a place, in such a life, uh, where that is. Um, I mean, it is an uncommon thing, uh, but I am sorry that you, that is a burden that you must carry. Um, but I, I, since you're wanting me to be truthful about things, I figure this would be the best opportunity for this. All right. Um, so yes, so if all of this begin spoken words must be the truth. You do not have to answer, but you do know anything that comes out of your mouth will have to be the truth. Yes. Um, and Adaris will nod and he'll say, yes. Technically, if I speak something out loud in a different language, it's the truth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Just wanted to make yeah. sure. No, it, it is literally <laughs> the words that come out of your mouth must be the truth. Okay. Yeah. Um, also, Princess, it is an honor to finally meet you after seeing you in his head. She kind of looks confused. We'll get there, I'm sure. Oh, okay. Um, I was going to say, all right. 
Well, let us get the, the questionings going. Uh, do, do you happen to recognize any of the assailants? I did not recognize them, but I did look into the leader's mind. Okay. Uh, and what did you see when you peered into their mind? I saw the prickly one. Mm-hmm. Um, a small brown pouch with some sort of insignia that I do not recognize. Mm-hmm. A black dripping rock, and a person in fine clothes leaned over dead. And they it all seemed to be a related thought. All right. Uh, and as you're saying this, he's you know he has pulled a blank sheet of paper over um, a couple of sheets that seem to have writings on them, uh, and begins to essentially take notes uh, of what you are saying. Now this was just a surface level. I tried to go further into her mind, and she resisted. Um, do you happen to know who this magistrate was or where they were from? I do not. I can describe this insignia to you, presumably? Yes. So I described the insignia. Okay. Uh, the insignia is, um, a circle, uh, in like a yellowish gold color. Uh, and then there are two wings coming out from inside. They go outside the rings. Two wings outside rings? Okay. Yeah, there's like one ring, and the, the wings start inside of it, but as they go out... Did you say there's one ring? Yeah, there's just one ring. And then there's wings that go out? Yeah, that come okay. from the center and out. And that's the whole insignia? Yes. Okay. Um, uh, and, you know, he, he writes all of this down. Uh, he'll say, do you... So... Do you believe that they were after the stone or the pouch? They were after the stone that they claimed Dorit's had, though Dorit's himself claimed to not have. Mm -hmm. Alright, and you wouldn't happen to know the whereabouts of the stone? I do not know if he has it on him or not. Okay. Do you happen to know why they would want this stone? No. I assume it belonged to the dead man, but that doesn't tell me why they want it. I don't know if they're affiliated with the dead man. Alright, and is there any other information pertaining to all of this that you would like to share with me? To specifically this incident? Uh, if there is any other information just in general, general you would like to share, I will take that as well. I don't know. This is Agaris asking, right? Yes, yes. Um, Noelle is just kind of sitting in her chair with her hand on you. Yes. Um, watching the, the whole thing. I believe I told you this, or maybe I didn't get to details, but I believe Noelle is in danger. Uh, yes. And um, does she, is she aware of this? You did speak of it, uh, and she is aware of it. Um, she was not supposed to be here as long as she was. Uh, we are waiting to hear uh, either a message or guards from the capital to come and escort her back to the capital. Um, she was only supposed to be here for a brief moment, but we have not heard nor seen anything as of yet. 
Um, and unfortunately, I do not have the troops to feel safe escorting her back. I don't know if the messages or the troops aren't coming through because of the forest, or if there is something else going on. Okay, well, I mean, I personally am not the biggest fan of your kind, but... Kind of cocks his head a little <laughs> bit. Do you mind elaborating? I, well, as I told you about the speaking thing. There were a lot of things just with my upbringing and the stories of my family that I'm not, I, I do not trust many humanoid creatures and I do not tend to trust them. I, I am sorry to hear that. I wish I could say... You have to earn my trust. Yes. I, I wish I could say that you could, but... And he, he kind of like leans back in his chair a little bit, uh, one elbow still on, on the desk, and he'll say, but in this world, there are bad people, and it is better to keep your guard up than to not, and wish you had. I, um, I do the, in terms of weighing evils, because of who I heard this from, and the kinds of things they seem to be doing, versus a princess and a child I feel a need I feel and I, my family oh no they do know that my my party I did tell them about this as well but um, if you need anything from me or the hybrid eclipse crew in regards to her safety, I would be willing to assist. And I would hope I could convince them to as well, even though I don't like it. Yes, it, it seems like there's a little bit of a distrust in your group. Uh, something that, if you all plan on working, continuing to work together, um, it is something that you guys might want to work on. I just have to earn the trust, as I've said. And that is absolutely fine. Uh, but maybe a more vocal way of expressing such feelings. Uh, or in the mind, in the brain, expressing, not necessarily physically vocalizing. Uh, I, I do appreciate it. Um, first, I must come to a verdict. Uh, obviously, if you are all not found innocent, that completely changes things. Uh, and also... While I would prefer guards from the capital, it is up to Princess Noelle uh, on what she wishes to do from here. Um, did you have any questions for me? Do you recognize that insignia at all? I personally do not. Okay. No, uh, um, I will have to be. I will have to put in a lot more research. Then. Um, uh, I will say, in terms of the battle itself hmm. that took place, um, they did approach us first. Mm -hmm. um, I forget who exactly made the first move in it all, but I, one of them died immediately. One of 
one of them died immediately, mm -hmm. and I tried to not kill the other two for questioning the leader and the third one. I mean, from what it sounds like, for the physical uh, altercation portion of it, uh, it sounds like Taryn might have thrown a, a rock that started the physical. Okay, I do. I believe that is correct. Uh, were there any other questions that you had for me? Could you let me know if no of safety return if that if the guards make it here? Yes. If I can find you, I will do so. That is all. Alright, uh, and he, at this point, uh, Noel has taken her hand off and you feel the feeling res, uh, recede from you. And he will stand up and he will go to take you down the stairs. Um, if you will go and grab everyone and bring them back. Bring them upstairs? Or no, here, we're going downstairs. Yeah, we're all going upstairs, here. yeah. Okay. Uh, you do see that Noel and the maid stay. Uh, you do see... Sparks Snarl and Adris return down the stairs. I thought you were gonna say dead. dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um before we get into it, um you mostly as a group for most of the time were downstairs for quite a bit of time. Were there any significant conversations or anything that <laughs> we happened while y'all were waiting? It no. is all no. recorded on a phone. Is it really? It's yes. not good. <laughs> We're all very concerned about how long Sparky was taking. And I think we're all a little concerned about Sparky. We thought you were gonna be dead. Okay. Uh, do you guys want to give like a, a quick run through of what you guys talked about in case someone wants to listen to what is recorded <laughs> on the phone? Know. I don't know um, they want to listen. It's not safe for work. That's for sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It was a long. Uh, I mean, in all honesty, I think we mostly at first we kind of discussed like like. Honestly, I think we talked a little about each other's like impressions, but overall it was just nonsense. Yeah. Um, the okay, cool, cool. Uh, so from start to finish, the it it's taken about pretty close to two, almost two and a half hours for the questioning um, of all of you. Um, and he comes back down with Sparksnarl, and he will say, um, "I know it is starting to get late, but I do ask for you all to wait here uh, while I go back over my notes." Uh, and come down to a verdict. Well, at least conquer us some food. Uh, if I had the, the guards to send, I, I would. Uh, unfortunately, I do not have anyone to Could I get a glass of water, at least? Uh, yes, I, I can get you a glass of water. Uh, and he will... He does bring a, a pitcher of water and a, and a few wooden cups um, and places them on his desk. No bowls? He will go and he will come back with a bowl. <laughs> I am sorry, I forgot. Uh, and then he will proceed to go upstairs. Um, is there anything you guys want to talk or do while you're waiting? So the, the person, we, she's up there, right? That's the person we that we did all see them. We're not going to talk about this, right? Uh, Wait, not I, I don't know. No, 
they're, they're, she's up there. I, 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 yes? I, I don't Be quiet. No, yeah. I can't walk his leg. <laughs> As you're talking, you just look down and he's just going at your leg. I think that's how him, him telling you was stop talking. I think we In all should head. just remain This vigilant. is my issue, and I take burden of this issue. Okay. Alright, see if there is nothing else. Uh, there was nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you wait about another 30, 45 minutes, and uh, finally, Hatteras comes down. Uh, he goes to his desk. He'll look at you all. Going over the notes, uh, it seems that I do need to do a little bit more research, just trying to figure out what it is that they wanted. However, uh, from the looks of it, you are all originally provoked. Um, and so I will, um, per the princess's word, uh, she deems that you are all, uh, innocent. Oh, thank Uh, and you hear someone coming down the stairs, and you see the princess kind of standing on the stairs, uh, and she will say, and based off of everything, I know that you all have a job to do, but I do hope, I feel that you are all trustworthy enough. Um, once you have taken care of the job that you've already taken, because it does not look good for adventurers to take jobs and not complete them, if you would all not, if you would mind escorting me back to the capital. Of course not. And anyone who's looking at Adoras, he kind of just like looks at her in a sense of like, it's not really what he wants her to do, but she is the princess, therefore <laughs> he cannot say anything about it. Uh, and he'll say, uh, you're all free to go. Uh, and Taryn, and he will yes. pull out of his pocket your adventure license <gasps> that nice. you had given. That for my uh, battle axe. Great axe. Is there any windows in this room? Uh, there are two windows that look out onto the street. Yeah. Are they covered, presumably? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the, the they have like wooden shutters that are, are closed currently. Uh, Noelle, if I may, could I open this window for a moment? No. Um. I will be. Going back up to upstairs, um, that is more of a question for Addis. Well, I have a gift for you, just until we meet again. And what gift would that be? Would you mind holding on to my owl for until we return? I'm terrible at keeping pets, so I often forget about uh, the poor thing more than I'd like to remember. I did too, I forgot about it. Um, but she will say, um, Sure, I, I can hold on to um, your owl. Does your owl have a name? Yes, their name was Winter. Winter, okay. So I'm gonna summon Winter. Ooh. They're gonna fly through the window and I'm mm. just gonna gently hold Winter out of my hand and give Winter to Noelle. Alrighty. Um, 
she will uh, gingerly take Winter, I assume Winter, probably on her arm. Yeah. Uh, she kind of gives it a pat. Um, and then she will kind of smile at you, attempt to do like a curtsy with an owl <laughs> on her arm, uh, and then she will make her way back up the stairs. Um, Adders will look at you all and he will say, you're all free to go. Who wants a drink? No! no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought it was. Javit has a couple of errands to go run. It is very late at night. Don't you have errands to run? It's, it's pushing like the, the 9, 10 o'clock. Uh, spe- where specifically were you wanting to go? Um, uh, the, 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 the haberdashery or the fur insects. <laughs> Oh, uh, Wicked Peacocks? Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So you're, you're gonna head there. Uh, where does everyone else go? Jeremy's going to bed. Adventure's Guild, go to bed. Adventure's Guild. Okay. I'm gonna get a book. Uh, you're gonna go to the Adventure's Guild and read a book? Okay. Can I stay back and ask Agnes the question? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Alright. So, I actually uh, would like to kind stealthily tail do it. Okay. Oh. Uh, go ahead and make a stealth check for me. But everyone is, or you wanted to stay and speak yeah. to her. So uh, we'll go ahead and oh, take wow, care okay. of That's a 17. 17. Yeah. Go ahead and roll a perception check. <coughs> You don't see anything. Uh, so let's go ahead and take the take care of the address thing real quick. Uh, so as everyone files out, um, Sparky, you stay behind. Do you mind if I stay here tonight as an extra? I mean, I'll be sleeping, but still here as an extra. Uh, go ahead and roll me a persuasion check. Uh, he will look at you and he'll think for a moment and then he will nod. I, I would appreciate it. So I'll stay here. Okay. Uh, are you going to read until you fall asleep or? I'll read probably for like another hour or two. Okay. Um, so you do it. Uh, you run. Uh, you do get to the Wicked Peacocks uh, right as he is beginning to close the doors. Ach, mein Freund, might I trouble you for 15 gold worth of incense? Well, I was I was just about to sh- uh, close up shop. Go ahead and make me a perception. Uh, not perception. Oh my god. Persuasion check for me. <laughs> there is no incense. There was no Just the incense, and I shan't trouble you. I'll throw an extra gold in for your troubles. Okay, okay. Uh, let me just grab it real quick, uh, and he'll run into the store. He'll come back out with the 15 gold worth, but you are paying 16 for it. Okay. Uh, and you roll me a perception check, uh, Grimswall. 
that's not gonna work. What's the total though? Five. Five. <laughs> uh, so you do see Dorit's code to the Wicked Peacocks, uh, where you do see it looks like he's starting to close it. Um, you don't really hear what's going on. You can assume that Dorit's is wanting something. You see the guy rush in, uh, and he comes out with like um, something in like a sack that he hands, and then Dorit's pays for. Um, and then... And then we're straight back to the um, tavern. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make me another stealth check. Um, I'm after I see like him shopping, I'm probably going to head back to Okay, so alright. I'm just curious if he's doing something dubious, and he just wants some like shopping. Alright. Um, so you return to the Ventures Guild, you get back to your room. Is there anything you do before you go to your room? Um, I'm going to do the... The incense? The kind of the flow. Um, as you... Close the door to your room before you start the incense. You hear a voice uh, that seems to speak all around you, but there's nothing there. Uh, and it has like a whispery tone to it, as it says. Well, that was a close one. A little too close, don't you think, Jared? Who might this be? That's not important. But let me give you a portion of my power so that hopefully in the future you won't have as close of a call. And then you didn't realize like that you were not physically frozen, but you had moved. And then you look down, and you don't remember picking up the shard that you had found uh, way back when you are going for your license. And you watch as the shard begins to glow and it elongates. And there's a bright light. You squint your eyes a little bit, and when your eyes adjust to it, there is a long feather um, glowing through different colors. I'm going to add it to your inventory. Oh, right. The is continuing to back <laughs> uh, Would you like me to read it out loud for the podcast listeners? Or... Um, can I read it first? And yes. That decision? Let me uh, put it in there. <coughs> there is one thing I want to do before uh, our long rest. Okay. Um, so if you'll go ahead and refresh your page, it should be in there. And I have removed your Shard of Divinity. Um, it should be the Feather of Watson. And you can go ahead and attune to it if you so wish. <coughs> And don't forget to attune to the, the flail. It doesn't look like it. At least not on what I'm looking at.
the last one. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that any check or save? Or what is that for? Oh, let me see how I worded it. It was supposed to be for uh, spells. Whenever a spell requires you to, like, for instance, Chaos Bolt. If a roll determines something for the spell that uh, you cast. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. Yeah, um, cool. Would you like uh, <laughs> podcast? <laughs> How long? Good for Maybe you. for the podcast. <laughs> okay. Um, we will come back to what you want, but I am going to call the break here. And then I'm going to, so I'm going to have you guys go to the other room. So I don't want to go to the other room. Well, you guys want to know what the item is, but you said for the the podcast listeners, would you prefer no one to hear it or Uh, not yet? Okay. So yeah, I'm going to have everyone go to the other room while I read a a thing (laughs) to the (laughs) podcast (laughs) listeners, Uh, and then we're going to go on break, and then we will come back. Uh, well, there is something that is neat that Merlin needs to do before the long rest. Yes. Sounds good. For all I know, she might try to kill you all in your sleep, Aww. and therefore you don't need the long rest. Um, for the podcast listeners, uh, the item that Dritz's Shard of Divinity became is known as the Feather of Watson. Uh, it is a, a homebrew item that I had created. Um, it is a large feather. The feather changes to the color of the wielder's desire or slowly changes through the colors on its own. Uh, inscribed in the shaft of the feather is the name Watson. Uh, it has mental ward. While wearing this feather, you become resistant to psychic damage. Words of fear. When you give a creature your bardic inspiration, you can have another creature within 30 feet of you make a wisdom saving throw against your spell save DC or become frightened of you for one minute. The creature can make a save against this frightened effect at the end of each of its turns. Uh, Carrier of Madness. Whenever someone uses your bardic inspiration when attacking your creature with a spell or weapon attack but still miss, the targeted creature still takes psychic damage equal to the number rolled on your bardic inspiration dice. Uh, and then the final one is tip the scales. Whenever you cast a spell that requires you to roll for an effect, you may expend the bardic inspiration die, rolling it and adding the number to the total. You can choose either the original roll or roll with the added bardic inspiration die for the total for the chosen effect. You may only do this once on your turn and a total of number of times equal to your proficiency bonus per long rest. Um, for instance, uh, casting uh, confusion wouldn't work. Um, for instance, whenever you cast Chaos Bolt, um, you could roll the die um, to choose one of the damage types. And let's say he did Chaos Bolt, and one of the d8s was a 1, the other one was a 3, and then he decided to use Bardic Inspiration and he rolled a 1. Um, the Bardic Inspiration would count for the going off again. Or if it was a one, a three, and then he chose to do his bardic inspiration, it was a five. He could choose the five uh, to change the damage type of the chaos bolt. I hope that made sense. Um, but I hope everyone really enjoyed this session. 
Uh, it was a very questioning interrogation. Uh, and I hope everyone liked it. I hope you guys are having a wonderful morning, a wonderful day, a wonderful evening, whatever time it is that you're listening to this. And I just really hope that you guys are enjoying the podcast as a whole. Uh, and we will see you guys next time. Bye.